Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Daily Mayhem Podcast. I am your host, Jack Package. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at the Daily Mayhem One. You can follow me on Twitter at JMU Monty. I've got a guest today. We 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 talk about this trip, Pinehurst, Myrtle Mayhem, and the Pinehurst trip happened a couple of weeks ago. We had a rookie this year. He was uh, uninitiated. And uh, with me today, my special guest, my buddy, my podgy, Walter Meza. Walter, are you there? Package. What's up, my brother? How you doing, my, my boy, podgy? My boy. Podgy. Podgy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. So uh, we are now, what, 10 days or so past the trip. Uh, you've had some time to let it breathe a little bit. Let me set the, let me set the, uh, the, uh, the ground here a little bit. So. We got on this trip. It was Wednesday night. We flew down to Pinehurst. The Phillies are in the World Series, right? So you had a weird weekend because it was this golf and this Phillies. Your Walter's a big Phillies fan. So with that as the background, and I think that Phillies thing was kind of the background all the way through the weekend. Give me your overall thoughts, man. What you think? Did you enjoy yourself? Oh, absolutely. I enjoyed myself, man. It was a roller coaster of emotion, uh, of performance. So that's like the overall theme in my mind as far as with the Phillies going on. So like that first night we landed and they got swept. So that was a that was a low. Uh, and then, you know, going throughout the week with the performance within the rounds and then with the Phillies going on, it was it was a lot going on. So roller coaster emotion. But overall, it was an amazing trip. I really appreciate the invite and uh, it'll go down as one of my favorite trips I've ever done. Yeah, that's great, man. I know the guys liked having you. What'd you think of the uh, of the, just the town of Pinehurst itself? Was it what you thought? Was it what you expected? Absolutely, like the town of Pinehurst. I, I didn't realize that we were that close to the actual course, which was really awesome. I was expecting to kind of be, uh, you know, a little bit away. But when we did the cradle and then just being there at Pinehurst, going up and down the hallway with all the memorabilia, uh, I kind of really got a sense of the history at that place. And it was really, really cool to kind of just be in the same area as, as a lot of those amazing moments within golf history and seeing um, 18 on, on hole number two, getting the Stuart Payne picture, all that fun stuff. It was really, really awesome. So I was just doing my best to soak it in. Although we didn't spend a ton of time there, it was still really awesome to kind of see everything and just be a part of that history. Yeah, it was awesome. For anybody who hasn't ever been to Pinehurst, if you're a golf fan, even if you're not a golf fan, the town is very cool, small, small town in the the pine trees of North Carolina, and um, Pinehurst Resort is incredible. When you're coming from the parking lot, Walter, what did you think? There's people dressed in all white like it's Wimbledon, and they're playing croquet on, on professional croquet courts, right? Yeah, it's legit, man. I was like, uh, I thought uh, Ken was messing with me. He's like, yeah, you can play, um, you can play uh, cro- uh, croquet, but you have to be wearing all white. And I was like, what? Yep. That makes no sense. So I looked over, and then what do you know? There's like two older people playing playing croquet, and they're all decked out in, in full white. So that was interesting to see, and I got a nice picture of that that kind of, you know, it gives you that vibe of like that old school feel, um, you know, within within Pioneer. So that was really cool to see. It is. It's it's got a little bit of a feel of like really stepping back in time, and then. Pinehurst number two, the famous course there where the U.S. Open is held. It finishes up at the clubhouse. We watched some people play that hole. And then, uh, yeah, there's the Payne Stewart statue out back. We got a couple of photos out by that thing. Payne Stewart famously sank a putt on the 18th and pumped his fist. And kind of, there's a statue of that out there. 
Um, what'd you think of the cradle, the course? The little, cradle's a little par three at Pinehurst. Anybody can play it. The, the, the resort courses are very expensive, but the, the cradle is like a par three, no hole over like 120, 125 yards. It's, what'd you think of it? I loved it, man. It was a great warm up to the to the first day, so it was really cool to get out there. It was probably the most pristine course that we golfed, even though it was in, it was a nine hole. But uh, it was beautiful, man. The way it set up, um, I don't think there's anything longer than like 120 yards. So it was nice to get a nice warm up, hitting some pitcher wedges and uh, some 56s, some 60s, and uh, I thought it was really awesome. Uh, it was it was a good battle. It came down to the very end, so very cool way to start the trip off, get the, some awesome pictures, and kind of meet everyone and, and get the get the club swinging. Yeah, it was, uh, it is, it was actually, I really enjoyed that, right? Cause it's not full bore. You're hitting drivers, right? You're just kind of easy wedges and stuff. And, um, I was looking back through some pictures of it the other day, man. And, and even, even that par three of the cradle, it was immaculate. I mean, the, yep. the Christine. greens were incredible and the fairways were amazing. I mean, geez, Louise, it was really crazy. I'm amazing. glad you had a good time. And, I wish we'd gotten to spend some more time at the resort, but I do think you um, you got a good sense for the history of the place, right? You can kind of feel it. It's got that old school vibe to it. Absolutely. Yeah. And then we pull out of the parking lot. We drive about a minute, and we pull into our house, which had to shock you, right? What would you, yeah. you think of the proximity to the course and, and the house itself? Yeah, it was cool. Like I like how they had it, um, where they had that straightaway, and you have the pines on either side. So pulling up was really cool. So then, as we were leaving, I just remember Ken making a left turn. And I'm like, well, "Where's this guy going?" And all of a sudden, I just saw the house. Like we pulled right into the into the driveway, and, and there was the house. So it was cool that it was that close. Uh, the house itself was awesome. Uh, I got to have a room with my man Jack Package. Uh, it's, <laughs> scoping out the backyard was pretty awesome. They had a, a, a nice deck. They had some cornhole going. So we spent a lot of the time out in the back. But that was the the first thing that caught my eye was was the setup in the back was was awesome yeah i was talking with some of the guys today and that 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 backyard is fantastic and then that just hanging out there on friday after we played the early round of golf and we were all out there kind of hanging and drinking for about 12 hours was that was a lot of fun on friday house was cool so you did mention that you were rooming with me um That's right i know it's weird right it's a new house and you've probably <laughs> had a couple of cocktails but let's just dive right into it so Walter, you left your mark on the Pinehurst Pandemonium trip. You you sort of became infamous in in Myrtle uh, Myrtle Mayhem and Pinehurst Pandemonium history. I don't know that this has ever happened before. You were a little overserved on the first night, I think, right? For and, sure. And uh, went to bed. And as sometimes people that are overserved do, they get up in the middle of the night to go use the restroom. You want to take it from there and tell us what happened? Yeah, sure. So um, <laughs> the night before was awesome. So I, I, I just remember like everything kind of being like a little like a dream, like felt like a dream. So I woke up and then the, on the uh, Brian was in that room at that time. And then the next day on the tee box on the first tee box, we're about to tee off. And he goes, hey, by the way, man, did you get, go in our room last night and like fall asleep in one of the beds? I was like, oh, man, shit, that did happen. I was like, yeah, that was me. So uh, I guess I went to the bathroom and where our room was, we were the second door from the bathroom so I guess I went to the bathroom went into the first room instead of the second room and I guess I tried to 
get into one of the beds, and I think that was when I woke Brian up, and I was like, whoa, this is not my bed. So in my mind, I'm just thinking, okay, well, let me find my bed. So I turned back over, and there is an empty bed right next to where Brian was. So I was like, oh, let me just let me just hop in here. So I just remember waking up being freezing cold. So I guess I didn't even get under the blankets. I just fell on that bed and fell asleep. So I'm in, like nothing but my boxers at the time, and I just remember being really cold. So I, I kind of got underneath the blankets, and then that's when it kind of hit me. I was like, I looked for my phone to see what time it was, and I reached over, and there was no nightstand so I'm like wait what the fuck is going on I'm like I am definitely not in the right room so I got up and I was like holy shit I'm in the wrong fucking room I was like let me just get out of here nice and easy so I kind of tiptoed my my way out went to the next room opened the door I was like all right this is much better and then I just kind of went to sleep like like nothing happened and I was just like hoping that you know nobody would kind of realize it and then Brian brought it up the first thing he said the next day I was like oh shit yep that did happen uh but it was pretty epic man I was I was I'm known to wander sometimes when I'm in those states, so um, uh, it was it was pretty funny. Well, we were laughing really hard that night, uh, Friday afternoon on the deck, because we, we were kind of talking about it and recanting the story, and some of the guys didn't hear about it, but uh, Brian made me laugh because he said, we were staying in an Airbnb, folks, and, and Brian goes... <laughs> I thought the homeowner maybe had a cat that they had in, because I, I felt this hairy thing rub up, rub up against my leg. <laughs> While I was sleeping, I felt this hairy thing rub up against my leg. I thought the homeowners had a cat. And Walter, what did you say? I just turned over and I said, meow, and I gave him the fingers <laughs> to the cat claws. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> they do have a cat. Its name is Walter. Yep, there you go. Cat in the house. Okay. <laughs> Gotta be a dog. Gotta be a dog. That's too funny. And, and the, the the funniest thing to me is that Brian <laughs> Brian thought there was really just some domesticated animal trying to climb into bed with him. He never thought twice about it. The guy just stayed sleeping and yeah, did I guess, his thing, man. I guess I thought that that was your bed. So, you know, when in doubt, I just was looking for you, man, and it, and it turned out it was Brian. So. Well, it's a um, big, hairy, bearded guy. He's yeah. the only grandfather down there, so it was probably a pretty good choice. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so day one we go, we play Southern Pines. That was that Donald Ross course. What would you think of that course before we get into the match? Southern Pines was great. Like, they were all great, don't get me wrong. Um, that was hands down the toughest course. Uh, I think the average score was like an 85 between, you know, two-man yeah, scramble. Um, yeah. Some of the fairways are wild. I just remember, I forget which hole it was, but it was literally just like a mound. The whole fairway was a huge mound. So wherever you landed it, you kind of knew you were, you were kind of g- – going off to either side uh the greens were very undulated very fast like that was the first thing i noticed i, I felt like i got a good sense of the greens from the cradle but then once, once we went there uh, it was kind of um like out the window so getting the uh the speeds down was a really big part of it and for the, such a nice course the amenities were kind of trash um which was kind of weird so overall very tough course but it was enjoyable i didn't play the greatest round shout out to steve for being an awesome partner uh he's helped me out. i wasn't hit the greatest shots but i think i was kind of trying to do too much out there because uh, I was working on some grip things before I went out there. But overall, pretty tough. Uh, I was kind of out of my element a little bit. And uh, it was awesome, though. Steve was a good time. And I think I got off with Brian and with Danny. But it was really it was a lot of fun overall. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we were talking. I think that Danny um, would, you know, would be in contention for being the MVP of, of Pinehurst Pandemonium 2022. So you played a buzzsaw that day because Brian's pretty good. Danny yeah. was playing great, and it was you and Stevie. 
Uh, what'd you think of Steve Hardiman? That's a little Philly Boston. Oh uh, man, combo we had there. great conversations, man. I'll tell you what, like, we, like just going back and forth, like with his Boston stuff. He's a big sports guy, so big, big baseball guy. Uh, so we had a lot of good side discussions. Um, he was great, like hundred yards in, he was very good with the with his hands, um, and he kind of helped us out. Probably get a little bit worse than it kind of could have as far as just being around the green. So hit a few drives. Um, the long ball wasn't there for us, but a um, hundred in was was pretty solid. So he definitely carried us the first round and shout out to brian man when he can get a hold of the ball man that that motherfucker can hit it um i think he had one that that was at least 300 yards um right off the tee box that had some roll on it but shout out to brian man fucking hitting the long ball um they played pretty well um uh, can you hear me good i don't know if my microphone is working or not i, I, I hope can hear, you yeah, can yeah. hear me you good mm-hmm. okay yeah brian hits it long and um Stevie's a good partner, big sports guy, Boston guy, Red Sox, Patriots. You know, you didn't, thankfully, Brady's not having a great season, right? You didn't <laughs> have to hear too much about Brady. No, Brady. And your your Phillies were in the World Series, so he's not going to talk Red Sox shit. Right. And uh, and then the Eagles are eight, were probably 7-0 and oh or something when you went on the trip. So They were undefeated. Um, they had that Thursday night game against Houston that week. Oh, that's right. That's right. They played Houston mm-hmm. Texans while the Astros were playing the Phillies. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so the first day, you guys got swept. You got beat. Yep. Um, that's okay, because uh, Team Whiskey Business, led by Captain Jack Package, uh, we were ahead. And we went to the second day, and that was at Legacy Golf Links. Do you remember that course, and did what did you I think do. of that one? I do remember that course because that's uh, like something came out of me that day, and I played one of the best rounds I've had probably all year, and probably um, top ten in my career. Probably um, I was just on. Uh, I was my partner was uh, Kremple. He was a great partner, so I think uh, I kind of just wanted to take it back as far as just relaxing and just hit the ball and kind of go out there and have fun. And that that mindset and that approach was really awesome. As far as like the layout of the course, it was definitely easier than than the first, than day one. Um, but a lot of the shots shaped up pretty well for me because I have a, uh, a natural draw on the ball. So just going up and hitting it. Um, one I remember one of the holes, it was a par four. Uh, we I hit a solid drive, but it was more to the left, and it was a dog leg left. So I had to kind of draw it around the trees. And when I did, it was probably like 120 in, so I hit pitching wedge, and I probably landed. The ball mark when we got up to the green was probably three feet away from the hole. Uh, so we birdied that one. Um, so awesome performance on my end. It was complete opposite of day one. We, we did the sweeping at that point, and Krempel was just there, man, like – talking to him as far as hey like what do you think of this shot he's like i don't know yeah go for it so like just he was super laid back not a ton of input but that was i think that was helpful i think that's what helped me kind of just go out there hit the ball and and see what i saw and 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 just go for it yeah he was a great partner for you and you guys were the only ones to win points i think on i think uh, you're right yeah or maybe somebody lost six to one or something like that i think we're dead even weren't we second yeah after day two we were dead even and then, uh, then we move on to day three. Uh, Pine Wild was the course, and it was you and me against Denora and Dave. Right. And um, spoiler alert, that didn't turn out too good. Nah, we got dog walk, man. I figured yeah. we'd we'd bring it home, mean package, and uh, just didn't just didn't go our way. Yeah, I was driving the ball pretty good that day. We just none of us could hit a pro- neither of us could hit approaches, and then. If we hit bad shots, we didn't ham an egg. We both right. hit bad shots, it yep. seemed like. And uh, they were just, 
you know, closer, or they were always putting, we were always chipping, that kind of thing. And it started off from from the from the start. We were just behind, and we were just yep, playing catch yeah. up all day. But as far as the course wise, like that was in my mind the prettiest course was the last day. As far as you know, like look, take a look as far as how the how the shape of the greens are, the the sand, everything along those lines. That probably the nicest hole was that double dog leg. Uh, I think it was a par five. Had some nice photos there. So as far as uh, just from a aesthetic standpoint i thought the last course was was the nicest one <clears throat> yeah i would totally agree with you on that um i really enjoyed pine wild i thought it was super nice um scores went a little bit higher if i'm not mistaken so legacy yeah. was the lowest scoring but right. pine wild still was not unfair shout and, out to uh, mark man uh it's I was thought, I thought we had it in the bag, man, because he yeah. he he got so wrecked the night before. Uh, like I think Alan had to walk him back from the bar. Um, yeah. But I'm like, dude, and then he fell asleep on his on his back with like his hands folded up, his shoes are on. I'm like, dude, there's no way this guy is gonna be hitting balls tomorrow. And what do you know? He shows up on the first tee, cracks a beer, and just laces one down down the center. I'm like, holy shit, how this how's this guy even swinging a club? It's crazy. So I was gonna go on. So anyway, we wound up getting uh we got swept on day three and and that really cost our team uh any chance at winning so that wasn't good we won't talk anymore about the golf <laughs> let's move on to the drinking um you mentioned denora but what did you think for a bunch of old guys uh was was it more drinking than you thought less drinking than you thought what'd you think Honestly, it was on par. Uh, I thought it was a little bit more than I was expecting, but man, you guys are animals, dude. Every single one of you guys are legends. Like, just hanging out with you guys, <laughs> drinking, it just reminded me of, like, you know, you guys can hang just like it was like guys my age or even younger than that. So it was cool that uh, everybody was, was enjoying themselves, had some bourbon. So shout, shout out to McCann. Uh, that was good stuff that he brought. The beers are pretty cool. So, I mean, everything was, was solid, dude. You guys, your performance on the drinking level was uh, was up to par. <laughs> All right, you know, I forgot one other thing I want to talk about with the golf. Every day there was oh, what right. two closest to the pins and one um, longest drive. And if I'm not mistaken, you won money every day. Did you not win one of those uh, prizes? That is every correct. Day? I had two closest to the holes and one longest drive. So you won three. I think I won three or four. Or maybe I had another long drive. Four. No, I had I two. I had two long drives and two closest to the pins. No, 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 no. One of them carried over. Okay, there you go. And that's right? what it was. You had three wins, right? But one of them, there was nobody. Nobody won the money. Right. So it carried it was, over, and you got. It's pretty double. cool to see my name up on the board that they had in there. So every day, I, even though I didn't play the greatest on the first and the last day, I still was able to come away with uh, some nice shots. No, that's pretty good, and it's a pretty good side hustle. It's better than your it's only awesome. fans account. I can tell you that. <laughs> the, that's a fact. That's that a fact, a, Jack. That's a fact, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a um, couple of things. Let's go uh, real quick. So you're, you played on our team. It was me, you, Crample, Sachs, Hardiman, and uh, Timmy, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, did you get a chance to have conversations with everybody on the team? Yeah, anybody absolutely. that was fascinating to you, or um, um, yeah, so like that was what I loved, enjoyed the most out of the whole trip is like I I had a genuine like conversation and some type of interaction with everyone, and everyone was super awesome and super cool. Um, Danny is 
really smart guy. I was very impressed with a lot of stuff that he was talking about, especially with soccer. Very well-rounded. Uh, very cool to talk to. He, me and him had a good conversation, and we talked for a while because it was just me and him watching uh, the game. I think it was game five. Uh, that was Friday Thursday night, night. Thursday or Thursday night. night. Yeah. So I, everybody was out in the, in the garage and it was just me and him kind of talking and, uh, very had awesome conversations with him as well. Very smart dude. Um, Alan is really awesome. His insight on baseball was really cool. So I had some nice baseball conversations with him as well. Um, Tim, great dude talked about uh, a lot of bourbon. Uh, he has to have the best smile across, across the board, man. That guy, <laughs> that guy has a great smile. Shout out to, to McCann. Um, Mark was awesome too. Uh, I, one of my highlights, one of the highlights, the funniest moments was uh, when we went to that, um, that tavern and uh, Danny had a speaker on him and put, just put it on Mark and was playing probably the gayest playlist that he could think of. Yeah. So it's playing like ABBA. It's raining men. It's raining we men. Open Pinehurst and Mark Denora's got, it's raining men blaring out the back of his <laughs> we Danny's took over that bar man that was such a highlight um the tater barn the tater barn that's right yeah uh <laughs> alan was really cool to talk to he's like the picture guy like he lived up to his 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 um his moniker and uh the the nicknames he came up with man that was hilarious i sent a snip to my buddies and they were loving it man um the mesothelioma that one really got me that was awesome uh the walternate the that was a good one inka dinka <laughs> inka dinka i love dinka dinka um, now Dave, Dave was really on his game this week. He Dave was a played well. Looser than he normally is because yeah. normally at Myrtle he's on the uh, he's he's driving the whole ship right, but at yep. Pinehurst he could take a back seat. Dave he was, was hilarious. The f- the first night yeah. he was hilarious, and then Tim didn't really say much. So I was like, I, Tim was kind of hard to read at first, and um, then you mentioned he's like, yeah, it's a silent bear, man. Um, but. I had some really good conversations with him as well. Uh, but every, overall, everyone, Ken was, Ken was awesome. He was he had that set up right when we landed from the say, airport. Let's talk about that. So we got picked up at the airport. Oh, and I, don't, I want to talk about the Admirals Club, too. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Kenny picked us up um, in, in a rental truck or whatever. He picked us up in a car. Um, and when, we pulled, when he pulled up to get us, he had the iPad open, the Wi-Fi hotspot. He had YouTube TV cranked up. So that you could watch your Phillies, right? You That's only right. missed like an out or two, and we were yeah. right in there first inning. When we landed, uh, and I got the f- my the game up on my phone, it was only two outs <laughs> gone in the first, so I pretty much watched the whole game. But yeah, he had it all set up, the laptop. Uh, he's wearing his Penn State hat, so that was pretty awesome. I wasn't sure if he was trying to troll me, but then I did find out that his his uh, daughter's looking to go to Penn State. Yeah. Um, so that was cool, man. It was. Dude, I'll tell you what, the uh, the hospitality was awesome from Ken and just from dudes. Like, that's the main difference between guys that are legit as far as, you know, going out there and putting something together and my friends. It's just like everything was actually legit, put together. Everything was thought of, well thought out, planned. It was awesome. Yeah, it's a great trip. Um, shout out to Kenny for putting that together. And, uh, yeah, buddy. I know, it's not, I know it's not fun trying to track all these guys down for money and get deposits and get everybody lined up and – even you, you know, we had somebody that dropped out right. um, that, that allowed a spot to open up for you. But overall, um, if, if a spot opened up again, you enjoyed it, you'd make the return trip to either Myrtle or to uh, Pinehurst? No doubt about it, man. I hopefully did enough to get the invite that invite back. But um, anytime, man, I would absolutely be interested. And yeah. uh, If we ever go again, you shit all over my Admiral's Club. So let's... <laughs> <laughs> You, you took five hours to get to the airport. You yeah. Know, you were supposed to drink in the Admiral's Club. You showed right. up. We wound up, like, shotgun and three uh, 
three shots of Jack or something before we got on the plane. Yes, whiskey and cokes. Yes, I mean I definitely, um, I definitely fucked up the timing as far as getting down there. I didn't think I'd hit as much traffic going through Philly. Um, so I know you were definitely annoyed with that. So that's my bad. But uh, I remember getting to the Admirals Club and the way you just painted this picture of the Admirals Club, even before we got there, it was just like it's this magical oasis. And I'm just expecting like I'm just expecting like people like all over the place, like like this amazing thing, like people bringing you drinks, all that kind of shit. So we get up there and I'm like, all right, it's pretty legit. It was bigger than I imagined, just kind of people hanging out. And then I just remember like getting some drinks. And you're like, yo, dude, I got to show you something. I'm like, what the hell is he going to show me? I'm like, I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, it's going to be something super dope and then I'm like walking through and all of a sudden he's like yo so this is where you get the food and the bar and then he's like yo check this out and then he brings me to this area where they have Mac computers and you can kind of chill if you need to do some work and he's like check it out I'm like yeah dude I, I see that's pretty awesome <laughs> like no doubt bro like sweet <laughs> yo you know something I forgot to mention to you so on the way home we were in the Raleigh airport and there's an admiral's club there and we had a little snafu with Ken. He, we couldn't get him in, but you and I wound up sitting up there and having a conversation. How about shout out to the rugby guy? Yo, right? the rugby guy. Yeah, man, dude, I forgot about that guy. That guy was, that guy was crucial, right? Yo, was some English guy dropping some knowledge. Some played like pro- professional rugby or something, and. He was yeah. dropping knowledge on both Dude, of us. Dude, he was dropping there, some right? knowledge, man. You guys are helping me out a lot with the with the advice, <laughs> man. It was it was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, just random dude. We were just kind of bullshitting, going back and forth about married life and so on and so forth. And then I just remember thinking, I'm like, this guy has to be here. When we're talking about, I'm like, hey, I'm like, I wonder what this guy thinks. I'm like, yo, what's up, man? Like, what do you think? And then like he obviously was, he kind of was paying attention. And then he just kind of jumped in the conversation, so it was pretty cool. He'd been listening. He didn't even skip a beat. Yeah. He knew he was. He had opinions on everything we had discussed. I mean, he brought. He had. He had receipts. He had. Yeah. He, he brought the whole thing, didn't he? He was like waiting for us to invite him. <laughs> oh man, it was awesome. He was he was the man though. Good dude. <laughs> and then uh Pinehurst uh I know we had fun. It's closer than you think, right? Like a, oh, yeah. a 45 48 minute flight or something. Yeah, like 45 minute flight. I thought cuz I was I was worried that we were going to um not be able to get down in time for the game cuz it was telling us that we were going to land at like 8:30 and I think we landed at like quarter to 8 or something like that. Um or no, like right at 8 o'clock. So very short flight. The price was fine yeah, too. Game, so the game started at eight, I think, right? Yeah, the game started at eight. That's correct. Eight oh two. We were already on the ground. I mean, it was crazy. Yep, it was awesome. Like really short flight. Flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good trip. All right, buddy. Well, listen. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, I think we covered everything that we needed to talk about. Um, sorry, your Phillies didn't win. I'm sorry yeah. that Whiskey Business didn't win. I'm sorry I didn't play better as, as your partner on that final day. No apologies, bud. No, uh, don't worry about it. But I do think we had a good time. It was a fun trip, and the uh, the competition is secondary to just hanging out with the guys and uh, you know enjoying the time that you have with with people that matter in your life, and you don't get to see them as often as you'd like, right? Right. No, I couldn't agree more, and um, I really appreciate the invite, man, to be a part of that. was was amazing, and uh, honestly, that was the highlight for me, was just the fact that just chilling that, like, because I know I, we were complaining, I was definitely complaining anyway, about the early tea time on Friday. I'm like, dude, this sucks, and then we get out there, and then I just kind of, it all made sense, and you, you're like, dude, just wait, you'll be fine, and then we get back, and then that, that, uh, time period between getting back and then just kind of chilling and going to get some food was 
hands down the most fun I had uh, during the trip. I don't think I've laughed that much in a very long time uh, to the point where my cheeks and my stomach were, were killing me just from all the laughing that we were doing. So um, I appreciate the invite. It was an amazing time. I'll definitely do it again if I'm invited back down. And just uh, it was great to kind of get away, escape, play some awesome golf, and just hang out with a bunch of old dudes. <laughs> <laughs> all right well i think we'll probably close it with that walter we enjoyed having you i'm glad you were able to make the trip we don't often let outsiders in to uh <laughs> behind the curtain that is myrtle mayhem or pinehurst pandemonium and you got a crack at it a very rarefied crack but you acquitted yourself well and uh you did you did great so i'm glad you enjoyed it i appreciate you coming on to talk about it for a little bit and uh stay safe with your new job right take it easy Yes, sir. Sounds good. Right. Take it easy, package. All right. Thanks, Podgy. See you. Thank ya. you. Peace out, Podgy. Right, buddy. Bye.